What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud up, what do you got? So we all love animals around here, especially in the show. Well, we know Cap sort of loves Except, them. Yeah, Cap to an extent. is a little on yeah. the fence. It just depends yeah, yeah. on how much his injury costs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wasn't going <laughs> to throw Cap Well, I mean, if we're being honest, Laura, I mean, we know this. And I, I mean, I know you admit- guys would totally do it, so I didn't have to do it. He's you know? admitting it, too. I mean, you know. Okay, so Cap, maybe you can redeem yourself with this, okay? Oh, so the L.A. That. County Animal Services is launching a campaign to have big dots big dogs adopted they don't get adopted as much as little dogs so they don't make them uh, make it out of the shelters they're partnering with best friend animal society and the campaign is called live large adopt a big dog so the fees are going down it's only 22 dollars. it covers the microchip the spading the neutering of the big dog so you know what maybe you can redeem yourself by adopting a big dog you want to work out you want to lose some weight you need a dog that's gonna make you go outside cap so you know what you could do this and adopt a big dog okay i have a question yes first of all i would love to have a big dog and if i got a big dog you know what i'd name him Uh oh i'm, I'm a little scared to ask but go ahead george Lindsay. let me tell you you want to i'm gonna name the dog big dog so that I can call him Big Dog. Like the way Alex Toussaint talks to me during a 45-minute Club Bangers ride on Peloton. He said, let's go, Big Dog. So I would have a Big Dog, and I'd call him Big Dog. But, Laura, how big is a Big Dog? Like, are we talking? Well, I think when you think Little Dog, you think like 20 pounds or less. Yeah, they're yeah. bigger dogs. Like the ones that I saw on the art, on the article that I was reading. Thank you, Lindsay, for sending it to me, by the way. Um you know, I saw um, like a pit bull and then like a Great Dane, I think, was in there. Great and Dane, stuff like that's that. a gigantic dog. Pit bulls I'm petrified of. Why? They're Why are beautiful dogs. I had, I had one when I was young. I'm scared, man. It's not the dog. It's the human that raised them. Yeah. Let's get that straight. I'm afraid of them. That's all. I'm afraid that like I'm going to be like, oh, you're so cute. They got bad so branding cute. in the 80s and 90s. Right. And then yeah. all of a sudden they're biting my you know, face. So if you guys want to adopt a big dog. I can't because I'm trying to move, so I'm not trying to pay the doggy fee, you know, so I can't do it right now. But it's $22. The campaign is going until January 31st, so you guys still have some time. The goal is to get 500 or more big dogs out of the shelters. So if you guys can do that, go ahead and, you know, adopt a dog. It's only $22. That's really cheap. That's actually That is really really cheap, cheap. man. Because you get the microchip and the spade and neutering, that alone you know, it's it's ridiculous. So, yeah. got golden bucks. retrievers. I'm sure they do. And golden retrievers are harder to come by because people will adopt them very quickly, even yeah. for big dogs. How about like a nice Weimariner? Weimariner. Weimariner is an expensive ass dog like oh. that. So chances are you won't find very many of those in a shelter. I mean, I'm not saying you can't, but Cap, you should go. go on like the shelter website. Yes. You know, and check out the check dogs it out. they've got. Check it out. Yeah, check well. it out, Cap. Check it out. I mean, you want to get another dog? Not really. I. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you need another dog because no. you don't even want to take care of the one you have. <laughs> right, you just yeah. let him get really fat. <laughs> I've been walking this dog a lot lately. I've been putting this dog on an outdoor treadmill. I've been making this dog. I'm like, yo, I'm losing weight. You're losing weight. Let's go. Good. It's you awesome. should. You want him to... The, the way you make him live better or longer is that, is exercise and make mm-hmm. sure his teeth are good. Yes, their teeth. Because the, the rescue that I have, bless her little soul. She's like four pounds and it's so hard for her to eat. Yeah, you got to have oh. good teeth because mm-hmm. that also is uh, a lot had to do with the heart and stuff. And that goes for humans, too, by the way. Yeah. You should always bl- brush your teeth, floss, all that stuff. Hey, I hope yeah, everybody's hearing that. George says brush your teeth and floss. Yeah, well, Greg Bergman didn't floss, remember? That's true. No, I'm saying it's great advice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we found out. He was like, do I got to floss, really? Or? Yes, you do. <laughs> I mean, 
was like, really, bro? So yes, go adopt a dog, $22. But I would imagine there's a lot of people. I'm sorry, Laura. Go ahead. I stepped all over that. It's okay. $22. It goes until January 31st. Go adopt a big dog. Yeah. I I would imagine there's a lot of people skimming on the floss. Like Bergman can't be alone. That's nasty. I agree. but But you have to admit, there's probably a lot of lazy people that don't like the floss every day. Lately, I've gone from like the traditional floss where it go takes, the flossers. Yeah, now I just use that little picky thing. You know, yeah, the like, flossers. They're great. Yeah, so Those much easier. Like right. you just started that. Well, where no, have you just, been I, the last it, like it, twenty no, I, years? I, I, they're not as full, effective though. No, I've made a full conversion though. But it's you know? easier. You know like, what you get? A best trick. The best trick is to get a water pick. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. water That's what pick. I was going to say. I was like, if you want to be really lazy. Yeah. I got one, and it's changed my life. Really. Yeah, Maybe yeah, like water, a water pick, pick is, is good. something I get and I never use. No, I use mine every day, like twice a day. It's the best thing I've it's ever done. It's so good. You, I mean, when you're brushing your teeth, just use it. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. It's way easier than flossing. It is way easier. Yes, 100%. Because you just like you put the little thing near your teeth and it just goes and it goes yep. right through. Same thing. A water pick. Okay. It's so awesome. Yeah. Game changer. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm it's, the, it's wait, like, the only it's like one? 50 or 60 bucks. Or you can it's buy one so a little cheaper. But yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. There's four of us. Three of you guys all regularly use a water pick. No, no, I don't use a water pick, but I've been been contemplating it because I've seen the commercial so much. I bought one like a month ago, and it's like the best thing that I bought. I bought it with my one of my gift cards I got for Christmas, and it was like sixty bucks. And it's like the actual like water pick brand. I looked at all the reviews and everything, and it's seriously the best yeah. thing I mm-hmm. bought in years. Yeah, it is. yeah. You can get the water pick brand. They sell it at like Bed Bath and Beyond and those places, you know. And you can probably get it at Amazon too. I'm you can get. Amazing. There's so many. I bought best the one buy. at my dentist's office. That one was a little bit more because it comes with a bunch of other oh, stuff. Oh, you're but going extra. You're like Capo. Oh, I am wow. extra when it comes to my teeth. I am. Yeah, yeah you I don't know why you, too, because she when she posts those selfies like the one she did this past weekend on Instagram. Where she said, "That's right, y'all. Your girl just washed her hair." When that <laughs> happened, she got to you know she got to show off those pearly whites, baby. Yeah, man, I ain't mad at you. All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. List of ninety minutes from wherever you are. You get a little two for one. You got the uh, the adoption of the dogs mm-hmm. and uh, and a water pick conversation. Right. Flossing. Right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, real quick on the Lakers. Let's do a little temperature check. Win at Orlando, which look, let's face it, it was like. I know Russ was asked if it was a must-win. He's like, I don't think anything's a must-win. It's a must-win, bro. You can't be losing to no Orlando, okay? Or- Orlando had eight wins going into the game. Yeah, you can't be losing to no Orlando. So that, that was a must-win. And then they were getting absolutely blasted last night, okay? Like, just blasted yesterday afternoon, down 26 in the second quarter. And they made a game of it. It was literally a two-possession po- two game with a minute to go. And I was like, oh, man, they might pull this thing off. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to make an admission here right now, George. You didn't watch a second of it. Not one solitary... Even the highlight, bro? Okay, no, no. I watched the highlight, and I actually had the score on my phone, mm-hmm. but it seems Let so Let me ask you a question. Control. You don't yeah. own an iPad? Yeah, I don't use an iPad. I was just going to say, you can just put it on, like, the iPad. Yeah, I don't use it. I, I just, listen. Why? I, you have a I tool. A, use the tool. If I told you 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 needed to nail a, a nail into the wall, and I told you you could use a shoe or a hammer, wouldn't you use the hammer? Yeah, I would. Of course. Of course, it's the right tool. You've well, got tools. Use the, the tools. The the tool that I was using yesterday because I was in a monogamous relationship with the NFL. Oh my God. Okay. There there was nothing that the Cheat Lakers. Cheat a little, bruh. 
Ay, no, Dios mío. You've got all these TVs. You've got all this stuff. You can watch more than one thing at a time, bro. I'm just going to say this. The NFL had earned my eyeballs and my attention through the first three games. I had the Lakers score on my phone. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need to be flipping back and forth when I'm watching an instant classic. And, oh, by the way, I'm watching this Bills-Chiefs game again on replay on the NFL Network tonight. Last night, I decided... Are you really watching the replay of a game that you already saw? Yeah. I, I Listen, I love basketball. Okay? Love it. Outside of the pan, when the beginning stages of the pandemic, when all we had was old games, and I thought that was cool for like a little while, I ain't going back and watching a game I literally just saw. Maybe if you tell me there's like some sort of anniversary, like the Tuck Rule game or something, and I was like some Ra- and I was like a Raider fan or something, or not a Raider fan actually, <laughs> if I were like a Pats fan, um, or or maybe a Brady fan, uh, I, maybe I'd watch something like that or like I don't know some but famous have game. A, have you ever watched a movie more than once and learned things the second time that you didn't pick up the first time? Yeah, but it's a movie. People watch movies repeatedly all the time. Were you not entertained by this game yesterday? No, here's the difference between sports and a movie. Number one, there is a bazillion hours of analysis after every single game. There isn't like, like nobody does the ESPN or Fox Sports or whatever version of a movie. You can't go watch Spider-Man Returns Home or what was the name of the movie you saw? Spider-Man something about something? <laughs> right. I know the movie you're talking about. Okay, the Spider-Man movie you saw, you can't, like, turn on, you know, the movie channel and it be, like, some sort of breakdown of the movie. Like, you've got breakdown of the game everywhere. Like, okay. how could you have missed anything after that? Well, you know what, then? Then maybe instead of watching the replay of Buffalo, Kansas City tonight, maybe what I'll do then. Why don't you finish Ted Lasso, for God's sake? Because I'm about to start Ozark. That's why. You're that guy who never finishes anything, just wants to start a new thing. I'm only a couple of How many books have finishing. you read in your life? A few. <laughs> I mean, maybe a couple. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Lindsay, if you had. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Lindsay, if you had to guess, how many books do you think Kaplan has read in his life? Okay. In his life? From beginning to end. Oh. Mm. Like recreationally, not for school. I'm no, no. Say... I mean, even for school, okay? But as 20. an adult. As 20. an adult. Okay. 20. Okay. Thank you, Lindsay. In his life. That's, so that's we're including number, school and, an, and as an adult. 20 beginning you, to end. Okay. Uh, Laura, how many? Did you read them like entirely, right? The entire yeah, book? beginning right. to Whole end. Book. 12. Yeah, okay. I would say it's 10. Respectable number. I'm yeah. going to say 10. I'm going to go lower than that even. I would say whatever summer readings you had to do as a child, mm-hmm. and even then you probably bought the Cliff Notes, yeah. but... Like, I would say less than 10, if I had to guess. Just so I know, because I... Like I mean, I'm, you're going to lie, but go ahead. Tell well, us. I'm just curious. Well, just so I understand this, though. Remember, I said I could do 50 push-ups. You said that was a bad idea. Yes, I told you to do 40. Right. How many books have you read? How many have I read? I'm not yeah. a book person, but I, I've probably read, eh, like, as an adult? Yeah, just, you know, all said and done. Probably, oh, well, I mean, I had to read them in school. Same, I'm not same counting. qualification, because I'm just trying to get a Okay, but in here. school, I had to read a lot. So, mm-hmm. unfortunately, like, I mean, there's probably like 25 to 35 books just in my high school years that I had to read. Uh-huh. Um, I don't remember before that. But, so if I if I included my adult life, probably less than less than that. So, I'd say like 50. 
50, you, you couldn't stop at 40. You had to go to 50, huh? No, I'm just saying, like, I probably read, like, 35 <laughs> books in high school and probably, like, 15 as an adult that I've cho- chosen to read. It is true, though. I admit it. I admit it. I'll start a book and then, like, plan on coming back to it and then never get back never to it. Never getting back to it. Right. It's true. Yeah. yeah. It's true. I bet you you started that Outliers book by Malcolm Gladwell about the 10,000 hours and then, like, page, like, 70 you stopped somewhere. At around like nine thousand nine hundred and fifty hours or so, I stopped reading it. Yeah, <laughs> you're such an idiot. <laughs> yeah, like that's you. I totally see that. I totally see that. That's why you are you. You won't even finish the damn show that everyone wants you to watch on this show, so we can talk about it for the damn show. All right, all right, I'll watch it. I'm gonna watch it, and then I'm gonna. The get new season is probably gonna start, and you're still in season two. <laughs> I could have had Danny Rojas, and you didn't finish the show, so he couldn't come on. He can come on? No, then he's no, gonna, no, no. It's punishment. That's castigado. Football is life. Yeah, we no. don't have that dude because you haven't finished the season. Castigado. Oh. oh, I guess I shouldn't start Ozark then. Yes, and I, I probably just... shouldn't watch the replay of the Bills and the Chiefs. I mean, for oh my love. anyway. All right, this portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. Um, look, I'll say this: Anthony Davis is coming back. That's good, okay? Because they're playing Brooklyn tomorrow. So um, now, granted, it's only James Harden, but they lost to only James Harden on Christmas. So there you go. So, well, let's hopefully. see him get back and and listen. Get back and think long term. Don't think about being great in the short term. Get into shape. And be ready for the playoffs. That's no, no. All that I wouldn't. Matters. I wouldn't play him thirty minutes or whatever. I would just, live, you know, whatever. Have a game plan, you know, like just to bring him back slowly. All right, coming up, uh, we're gonna get back to the Lakers later because I, I mentioned a second, a couple minutes ago, right? LeBron's doing the thing that I like when he does. It's kind of funny when he does this thing, like it's this little passive aggressive thing that he does. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. We'll get to that later, though. Uh, and we got Radio Tinder at five thirty. But coming up next, does the way the Rams have played? concern you heading into the next round or does it actually make you feel better that they were able to come from behind with the four turnovers or not from behind but overcome the four turnovers we'll get into that on the other side stick around this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Actually, Christopher, I was more of a face guy, or maybe even Hannibal occasionally, but I like being face on the A-team. You didn't like being Murdoch? Yeah, I also was not a big kid, so I couldn't be B.A. Baracus. Like, B.A. Baracus was great. Was like for the big kid who wanted when we were pretending. Like, I had a, a my neighbor uh, when I was growing up was a kid named Frank, and he was a big, strong kid. Like, he was built big, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like he played B.A. when we pretended to be the A team because he was a big kid. I remember being a kid back in that time, and, and Mr. T had become kind of a big star because of another show before the A-Team called Games People Play. And they would take, like, dwarf dudes, and they would pick them up. They were bouncers, and they'd throw them down a bowling alley. And it was like America thought that was funny, you know? Mm -hmm. And we met this guy, Mr. T. He's this bouncer, this tough guy from Chicago. He's got a mohawk and a whole bunch of gold chains. 
So they're, they're at the Super Bowl, I want to say NBC, and whoever the reporter is, maybe, I mean, who knows who it was back then. They go up into the crowd. We're here with Mr. T, who's got a new show debuting on NBC called The A-Team. Mr. T, what do you want to say to everybody out there? And he goes, let me tell you something, fool. If you don't watch the A-Team, I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to take your TV. I'm going to give it to somebody who want to watch the A-Team. You feel me, sucker? Yeah. And I was like, dude, I'm watching the A-Team. And I never missed an episode. Not one, George. And I love it when a plan comes together. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It, it was a great show back in the day on NBC. And, you know, he – now, I'm pretty sure – you know, remember, the, his first role was actually Clubber Lang in Rocky Three. That was before the A-Team. Really? That got him the A-Team. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's Did why he became kind of on, he came on the scene. And then he also then, while he was on the A-Team, like he wrestled with like Hulk Hogan. Yes. Like he was like his tag team partner right. and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then he was really in like kind of like everyone's like public, public consciousness at that point. Yes. So, but yeah, I loved the A team. Me too. Yeah, good show. Those shows, if you remember back then, and we played the theme song, like there were a lot of like kind of like cool shows back then. You had the A team. You had Knight Rider with Hasselhoff. Um, and Kit, I loved don't, the car. don't 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 you know downplay Kit and his contribution to to that show. Yeah, yeah, him and his robotic British voice. Was it a British voice? I feel like it was. Very, like, robotic-y, though, I'm with you. And was that a Trans Am back then? It was a Trans Am, or maybe mm-hmm. a Firebird, perhaps. Um, nonetheless, Pontiac or in that kind of General Motors-like area. Something that um, no longer, you know, is kind of around. But Airwolf. Now, did you ever watch Airwolf on Don't USA? Don't that in the repertoire. Don't remember Airwolf. Really? Airwolf yeah, was me. a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome stuff. Pretty awesome stuff. I mean, that was the era of, like, Fun, um, like, I don't know if they were, like, some of them were, like, detectives. Some of them were, like, not, was, like, Michael Knight even a detective? What was he? I don't know. He was, was he a vigilante of some kind? Sort of, I guess. I feel like the A-team were definitely, like, vigilantes or, like, guys for hire, right? For lack of a better phrase. They were, um, like, the TV drama of Dog the Bounty Hunter kind of thing, you know? Right, right. A scripted version. That. You had MacGyver, who literally could, you know, turn oh. on a car with, like, a, ridged potato chip you know like yeah macgyver was great very talented guy interesting skill set yeah tv back then had a lot of that like those kind of guys that were just could do like really weird crazy things but airwolf was good airwolf laura if you google airwolf um i bet you could find the theme song for airwolf the intro on youtube somewhere and it's just like something like that laura that would be good if we had it this way we could do a comparison a side-by-side analysis of whether or not george's do 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 thing here it is yeah man youtube has ads you gotta wait where are it's fairly close where are the here goes there it is spot on there you go that's what i said spot on the trumpet Oh, here we go. Another is like a trombone. It's a nice complimentary horn section. I'll tell you that right now. There you go. And now come the, here come the strings and the trump. And here comes the, the brass section again. Here It's bringing it all together. So if I would have told you now that you've heard that song. Yeah. My do 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 Like that thing was pretty close. You would have known what I was talking about. You carried the tune, but you made me think that it was like a kazoo 
when it was really well, a big I mean, horn I'm not, section. You know, I can't, I can't impersonate a brass section. No, I'm but not if you like, would have given me more like bum, 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 like I would have known that it was no. like a very kind of, you know. No, he was spot on, bro. Because oh, really? when you try to like do something, we're like, what? We never nail it. That was, yeah, that was you, good. What, what do you think I am? Michael Winslow, the guy from Police Academy who does all the sounds with his voice? Like, I'm not trying to be that. <laughs> That's a good poll right there because you I, if you would have if you would have ended oh it in Michael Winslow, I would have been like, who's that? But once you went on with his bio about his sound effects during Police Academy films, <laughs> yeah. I was able to keep up. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Michael Winslow, really, dude? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, all right, real quick. Rams, are you concerned about the way they played? even though they survived, or do you feel better because they were able to survive despite all that? Because I'll tell you this, the only one other team in NFL playoff history has had four turnovers or more in a playoff game and won, the 1975 Steelers. And Tom Brady, up until yesterday, had never lost a game when his opponent had four turnovers or more. He was 49-0, your boyfriend. Okay, he's now 49 and one thanks to Matthew Stafford. How about that? Yeah, well, the question is, are you concerned? And I think everybody's answer should be yes. But the thing is, is that we probably have been celebrating what a spectacular finish it was to even catch the breath to say, oh, my God, it was 27 to three. Then it was 27 to six. They turned the ball over on downs. I mean, how did this all happen? 27-13, 27-20, 27-all. How did this all happen? So, yeah, I think that all Rams fans should be concerned given that three weeks ago when they played against the 49ers, the Rams had a 17-0 lead and lost that game. So Yeah, I don't think so. I think, they, I think those are teachable moments. I think you learn from that stuff. Well, perhaps you do. And perhaps they did. They were they were up seventeen nothing. They lost the game. In this I don't case, think they play it the same way again. Like I don't think they. I think that they got burned by the Niners. They almost got burned this weekend. I think if they get up, they are sweeping the leg, like they do it. Like the you know the uh, John Kreese said to do to the Cobra Kai and Karate Kid to Daniel Larusso. Wait a second. Who said what to who? John Kreese said it to the Cobra Kai to Johnny and uh, all the guys in the Cobra Kai about okay. Daniel Larusso. They he wanted said to sweep, sweep the, leg. the leg. Okay. Don't let him do the crane kick. You know. Right. Right. And then there was Mr. Miyagi on the other side. Right, who then did the thing, you know, he, the hands, and he rubbed the hands, right. and he, you know, he saved the leg, right. and, you know, we're no good to go. Fear, Crank Daniel kick, kicked your ass. Right. I am the man who will fight for your honor. Movie right. over, credits rolling, let's go. Right. No fear. Yeah. Nothing yeah. to fear, but fear. Can't have that, Daniel son. Yeah. Get up there and crane kick this guy. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm concerned, though, George. Okay. Because. See, I think the Rams are going to crane kick the Niners this week. Well, look, I hope that they do. Wouldn't it be great to yeah. see the Rams get out to another 17-point lead, only this time hold on, and maybe not even hold on, put the pedal to the metal and keep it going. But I, I, I think that they are no longer going to try to uh, – like in soccer, there's a term called park the bus, right? Like when you're trying to take the air out of the ball or, you know, like kind of run the clock out or whatever. They're not going to do that anymore. They're not going to do that again. Well, listen, again, you're up 27-3, and Tom Brady, you, you give him an opportunity to get it to 27-all. And you're lucky to walk out with the win. But you got it done. Okay? So yeah. now, so now with a team like San Francisco, you can 
You've you've weathered the storm against Tampa. You didn't do it against San Francisco. Okay, and now's your chance. You got a third time's the charm. This, That's where I'm going with. I'm this. with you a thousand percent. There's no way. Come on, they can't beat them three times in a row in the same season. Well, I and mean, they can't beat them seven straight times. Come on. I mean, they. I mean, they can, but I don't. Right, think but I mean, happen. cosmically right. speaking, like there's no way it just All can't right. happen. All right. Coming up next, we'll be back in about three minutes and change. We got Radio Tinder, everybody's favorite segment. A lot of tweets coming in about Night Rider, Airwolf. Uh, you know, all sorts of stuff. I'll read some of these tweets uh, as well after Radio Tinder. All coming up in just a moment. And after Radio Tinder, I'm going to get to that thing about LeBron. You know, and I love what he does when he, he does that thing, the thing with the passive-aggressive stuff. Yeah, he's, gonna, he's doing that stuff again. We'll get to that after Radio Tinder. All, stick around for all that. Coming up in four minutes, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, Linz, what do you got? All right, so, Sedano, you're going to love this one to start with. At least I think you will. Okay. The Brooklyn Nets have launched their own virtual world called the, not Metaverse, but the Netaverse. Get it? Ah. Yep, the Netaverse. Metaverse. In a video posted to Twitter, the team said that it's the first pro sports team to introduce the technology. More than 100 cameras around the court will turn images into virtual renderings of the game. Do you guys think that other NBA teams or any pro sports teams at all are going to follow suit? Swipe left or swipe right, Cap? I'm going to swipe right and say that they're all going to copy each other. They're all going to have to have it. If one of them's got it, then the next one's going to have to have it. And before long, yeah, I would think that every team is going to have the whole virtual world all about their brand. So, yes. Uh, yes, swiping right. Obviously, as you know, I'm big into the metaverse and all that stuff where I feel like the world is going. But uh, And the NBA has already done some of this in the past with certain games. Uh, there was a Lakers game earlier this year that you could watch on those Oculus glasses. Um, I believe it was a game in Memphis, if I recall correctly, earlier this season. So the NBA is certainly the sport that has gone all in on this stuff sooner rather than later. Uh, maybe not all in, but has dabbled, I guess, rather, uh, sooner than anyone else has. And I think that basketball is actually kind of cool because here's the thing. It, it's the sport where you can put on your 
VR glasses and you can be courtside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and then you have this completely different view of the game that you would never get because those seats cost thousands of dollars. So whereas with football, you know, particularly NFL football, it's a little more challenging, I would say, because you're far away from the action, even in the first row. Um, unless they're going to put you on the sideline, which is a possibility. But I would feel like the NBA and hockey, too. Like, you can get close to hockey, like, where you're right up on the boards. Like, that would be kind of cool, too. I'm starting to think, like, the more and more I hear about this stuff literally every day, I just need to get an Oculus because I feel like I'm missing out. I have serious yeah. FOMO. It's 300 bucks. I mean, it's not cheap, but it's not, like, super-duper expensive. So yeah, all this stuff lives, like, like, if you just go get the Oculus, all this stuff is there, like, on an Apple TV. You're like, yo, there's Netflix, there's Hulu, whatever. Well, I, I don't know because I don't own one, but I would imagine there's some sort of uh, mechanism or ability for you to be able to log on to these experiences. Yes. Yeah, that's the other thing is like I want to get it so I can see how it works so I can know what these people are talking about. Like, is it like when you go onto like your Roku and you have a screen with all these different apps? I'm sure it's something like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I have serious FOMO, so I need to get one. Mm hmm. All right, next story here. So former NBA player Rex Chapman has a new gig as he will join that. CNN as a host on its upcoming streaming subscription service. Chapman is most known for his social media presence where he consistently posts a range of positive and often lighthearted videos to his 1.1 million followers on Twitter. Much like Chapman's social media presence, CNN announced that he's going to host a weekly show that focuses on positive news. Well, despite his social media popularity, the move by CNN has not gone over well with everybody, with many pointing out that Chapman has capitalized on stealing others' content and not giving proper credit. Now, I follow Rex Chapman. He's a good follow, but I will say that those naysayers are not wrong with that observation. So do you guys think that people who are not otherwise qualified should get media jobs based on their social media following? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? Um, I, look, I would also say he's not necessarily being hired for his social media following. Um, and look, I think that there are way, many other examples of people who are not famous before social media, like Rex Chapman was famous before social media as a great college basketball player and a really good NBA player uh, for a long time whose career was derailed by his own doing um, with you know drugs and alcohol and whatnot and has become someone who's been a pretty inspirational story getting back on the straight and narrow um and yeah so what he's an old guy who didn't know how to use the internet for a little bit and started like tweeting stuff and yes you're right Lindsay. he was taking people's stuff uh on social media and by the way by taking people's stuff if you this is getting way too in the weeds but he still does he still does he does the exact same thing that you just accused darren rovell of doing he well, does no, no, this but daily hold on, hold on. No, no 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 but he but here's the thing when he tweets out a video from someone else at least at the bottom of the video it says the original person's name darren rovell literally yeah. cropped the person's name out like what, that's what? A, i would also say that's a little different i don't think he does that and if he does usually what i've noticed with rex chapman is that he'll take a video he'll post it and then in the mentions, he'll, like, a day later, he'll be like, credit to blah, blah, blah. So that's yeah, but, not but, really but on the I have a question up. here. Why are we, why are we, it's like he's stealing somebody else's content versus he found it funny. He's amplifying he, it. He shared it. He's amplifying it. it. It helped make something that might be viral go more viral. 
And some television executive who's now a streaming executive said, you know, this Rex Chapman, former player, good inspirational story of recovery. He right. shares and- these positive posts. Why don't we turn it into a streaming TV show? You guys ever hear of like America's Funniest Videos? Aren't they stealing everybody else's content too? That's true. That's a great point, Kaplan. And I would say this, that the show he's getting on CNN has nothing to do with viral videos anyway. The show is about talking, is a sit-down show, talking to other athletes about stuff they do off the off the floor or off the field. So... That's more predicated on his own story of being a great athlete and his life spiraling out of control and eventually being able to kind of grab it and pull it back together. That has less to do sure, about but, his but internet he prowess. He wouldn't even be considered for any any TV show or anything had he not. I, I would you say know. he had a pretty large following before he ever started tweeting videos, um, like because he was like tweeting stuff before videos and. People saw it was him, and a lot of people started following him. Now, he, I don't know what he has on social media now. Um, like, my guess is probably close to a million, right? Maybe? I don't know. It's uh, 1.1 million okay. on Twitter. I mean, he's, he's done several hundred thousand before he started tweeting videos. So it's not like that's, like, small. Um, yeah, I, I just think that people – People are hating on him, man. Like, don't focus. You're focusing on the wrong thing if you're focusing on him putting up videos and amplifying videos. I, Lindsay, I'm with Lindsay, Kaplan on this. I, I love your healthy skepticism. This is one of those moments, though, where I feel like people are just like, oh, Rex Chapman just took everybody else's stuff. And now, look, it, it's benefiting him. That's not right. We need to take him down. Like, relax. I'm not talking about taking anybody down, and I'm not upset about anything. I'm just pointing out uh, the simple facts of the matter that. You know, he he put, reposts other people's stuff. He's an aggregator. Okay, you know? but I, I'll say this: ESPN an did an E60 on him that had nothing to do with his video, his Twitter posts, or anything like that. And that thing got a lot of play um, beyond uh, what he posts on social media. Um, and my guess is that the executive at CNN probably saw that more so. I'm sure he pops up online, but that part of the uh, of his comeback story was probably played a bigger role in him getting a show on CNN um, than than whatever he posts on Twitter. Well, I mean, I hope so. I, I think I heard him on Bill Simmons' podcast a while ago, and he's his story, you know, like you said, it's just like Ryan Leaf, you know, good story. You know, it went, things went south for a while, came back, and now he's made a living off of, you know, like what what happened with his career and taking a negative turn. But I also think that you know, he wouldn't. I don't know if he'd be considered for hosting a, a show on CNN if he didn't have a million followers. But you know, I, I wish him well on his show. I mean, wow! You just gave my wish him well in his future endeavors. Like, basically. yeah, wish, wish him well. Wish him well. Like, wish him well in his new show. I got no yeah. ill will. I just don't think you deserve it. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. One more, Lindsay. Go ahead. All right. So UFC 270 was this past weekend. And as fewer states have made fighter pay publicly available, the subject of fight purses has remained a hot topic in the combat sports world. But UFC 270 took place in California, which still releases official purse figures. A lot of people were stunned to learn that half of the 22 fighters on the card had a base pay of $20,000 or less. And that heavyweight champion Francis Ngannou and challenger Cyril Gan made six hundred thousand and five hundred thousand, respectively. Ngannou said that he's fulfilled his contract and that his time with UFC is over because he quote will not fight for five hundred or six hundred thousand dollars anymore. Do you guys think that Francis Ngannou will ever fight in UFC again? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano. Um, 
if I had to pick one, right, if you're going to ask me to make sure, pick, I would swipe left. I don't think he's ever going to fight in the UFC again. I just think that um, he has clearly made a point. We have seen whether you like the Jake Paul stuff, and, you know, I'm not a huge fan of watching that stuff. I will say this, and I said it to his face when I saw him at the Lakers-Hawks game. I said, I'm really appreci- I, I really appreciate what you're doing for these fighters because he is giving them an avenue, whether you like it or not, to make way more money than they've made previously. So in that regard, I respect what he does. Um, I don't love the celebrity boxing stuff. But I, I think that, you know, and Dana has said this. You want to go make more money? Okay, cool. Go somewhere else. Try your own thing. Like, that's cool. And I, I think I, I would be careful by saying that stuff is all I'm saying. Like, because eventually there's going to be a, a bigger competitor. You know what I mean? Like, there always is an eventual competitor that becomes more problematic than any of the previous competitors. So that's happened in sports and entertainment for a long, long time. I could go on a rant about how the UFC has done such a great job of controlling everything, which is why they've become a multi-billion dollar company. And it's it's by paying fighters 600000 and 500000 Hey, if you can go make $5 million a fight, go make $5 million a fight. Yeah. The, the question of, of will he be back, I think he'll be back because whether you like the way it's run or you don't, whether you like the way the fighters are treated or you don't, that's the major leagues of that sport. Yeah, but he's also 35 years old, so he's not going to be fighting for that much longer anyway. So that's Wait, why I think he's out. You want to hear really quick this very interesting astronomical stat. The total combined payout for every fighter at UFC 270 was $1.8 million. Yeah, I saw that. And then Fury made $30 million in his third fight against Deontay Wilder. Wilder made $20 million in that fight. And the two of those guys combined made 25 times more than all the UFC 270 fighters combined. That's crazy. That is insanity. But there's a whole lot of reasons as to why that is. I'm, I'm, you want me to like, okay, I well, break them I mean, all down? I, but how about this? Save it for can... the other side because we've got yeah, yeah. we we, we got a break. Get, We're way over long the and deep, and it's not okay, that interesting. Okay, all right, do it on the other side. Do it on no, the other side, and then yeah. we'll, we'll we'll slide yeah. the uh, the LeBron stuff. The uh, the stuff I, want I love. the LeBron stuff. I want when you talk about him being passive aggressive. I want that. I that's what I'm that's what I'm going to give you. But we'll just push it aside one more segment to six o'clock. Is that okay with you? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I don't know that I need to do a full breakdown of the difference between okay, boxing and Okay, but I know, UFC. but we're just – I know how we do. We're going to start the segment about something else, and then we'll eventually get to you, whatever your take was, <laughs> on the UFC, and then we're not going to get to the LeBron thing there either, so we might as well just say we're going to do it at 6. Okay? You know, that was a smart idea by you. Yeah. All right, we got a break. Oh, there you go. The Knight Rider theme. Ooh, there, there's actually the actual theme. That's like the real one. It's not even uh, just the, the beat. It's the actual – NBC old school Knight Rider intro. Um, Royce Tony tweeted us and said to drop the Knight Rider theme. It was the best of the 80s and gets sampled all the time. It does get sampled. Um, and it is it was an excellent show. Um, I think if I was ranking those shows of that era, um, I would definitely do Knight Rider 1. Is that fair? Is that a one seed, Kaplan? Over the A team? Yeah. I like Knight Rider more than the A-Team. No, man. I want it to be Michael Knight. I even dressed up as Michael Knight as a kid once for Halloween. You put on, like, the full fro, and, like, did you have your shirt on? No, no, I just had the leather jacket and the uh, black pants. Got it. Black jeans. No, I'm I'm not putting Knight Rider as a one seed. No? 
Okay. You really think so it was the that good of a show? One seed? I, I mean, eighteen was a better show. Eh, I don't know. Nah. Debatable. But uh, but yeah, the A team, Knight Rider. A lot of people were into this, and they were tweeting us. And when I say a lot, there were actually multiple. It wasn't like when it you say one. a lot, it's, it's like one person. When I say like a lot, I'm like, look, like millions of people have tweeted me about this, and it's usually only like one person. Yeah. But yeah, I always I always multiply things. Yeah. You know? Papa Ish tweeted us and said Michael Knight because I asked earlier what was Michael Knight, and uh, he said he was a government secret agent, which totally now makes sense. Yes, he was he definitely was? A really. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Hmm. I mean, you're di- you're 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 disputing it. No, no, not disputing it. Just trying to recall it. Kind of like um, what was Kiefer Sutherland's character's name on Twenty Four? Jack, something. I, I don't remember. I, I I didn't watch the show like super regularly. Oh, Twenty Four um, was amazing. It was a good show, but yeah, yeah. That's probably the last network television show that I've watched like each week because Knight Rider and the A Team back in the eighties. Yeah. You waited for whatever night it was, Tuesday night, Thursday night. You're like, oh, oh, A-team night. Pizza, Domino's, A-team. Let's do it. Yeah. So the plot of Knight Rider was self-made billionaire Wilton Knight rescues police detective Lieutenant Michael Arthur Long after a near-fatal shot to the face, giving him a new identity by plastic surgery and a new name, Michael Knight. Wilton selects Michael to be the primary field agent in a pilot program of his public justice organization, the Foundation for Law and Government, FLAG. At what point do they tell him, hey, his superpower is we gave him a car that talks to him? Yeah, and he also was a cop. He was a cop? Well, he know. was, you know. I didn't know. Michael Arthur Long, and then he became Michael Knight. This is history that I did not know. Oh, there you go. He was actually an LAPD cop on the show. Let's even make it more local. Initially, you know, and then <laughs> when he got shot in the face, and then he became Michael Knight. Oh, I go. didn't know this. I was I was like a kid. You know, I didn't realize that he'd gotten uh, shot I mean, like that. I didn't realize the you, violence. You can just Google. There's that too. Yep. Yeah. Find the plot to almost anything there. Um, so anyway, <laughs> so yes, I that that Airwolf. Now somebody asked me. Cisco Rocks asked me, Blue Thunder or Airwolf? Are you familiar with Blue Thunder? No, Blue Thunder. Another helicopter. What are you anti helicopter? I'm pro helicopter. I'm I'm definitely pro helicopter, especially military grade. Like helicopters that do all kinds of cool things. I'm yeah. pro helicopter. Yeah, Blue Thunder was uh, was a was a helicopter. I believe the show was on ABC. I want to say um, didn't last anything but one season. I feel like Airwolf was definitely on way longer than that. So well, now it's acceptable to not remember it. It only lasted a season. Yeah, but it was on ABC. It was a big deal. Dana Carvey was on the show. If I recall, I did correctly. not know that. that and, and 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 we mentioned um, we mentioned Police Academy. Dick, uh, Bubba Smith was on the show too. Really? And Dick Butkus. Bubba and Dick Butkus. Correct. Cool. Yeah. I like that when old school football players were becoming actors at the time. Now we only have Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. But Airwolf was on longer. Airwolf was on uh, CBS and it was on, I want to say somewhere in USA for sure. Uh, But it was on for like three or four years. So anyway, thank you for bringing all those fun memories back. Uh, Someone... Uh, also mentioned, for, oh, because we were talking about the Karate Kid and sweep the leg if you're the Rams. This time you're not going to sit there and just kind of you know, go Cobra Kai in this situation. And uh, I made a reference to that movie. So someone said that uh, the Rams should be more like No Retreat, No Surrender, which is the original Jean-Claude Van Damme movie that I saw him in, but he was a bad guy in the movie. Jean-Claude he did was like, a bad guy? Yeah, he was a bad guy. He was like the bad guy in No Retreat, No Surrender, and he was also 
in like he was in the, the the fight in the end, and like in the warm up in the fight in the ring, he did like his famous split, mm-hmm. and he did it you know in between the ring ropes. He's just like got his arms crossed, and he's like split. In oh, the I ring, remember that one. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. But I just didn't know which movie it was from. Yeah, I know he was uh, ever a bad guy. No retreat, no surrender. Yeah, the original one. All right, real quick. Hmm. Go ahead. Give me your UFC take. Go before we go. We got two minutes. Go. The, the question was. Why are the UFC fighters paid six hundred grand and five hundred grand for a heavyweight main event, yeah. whereas heavyweight boxers will make twenty-five or thirty million for that? And that's what the UFC has done. They have branded themselves as a league, no different than the NBA or the NFL. And the the fighters are employees. It's different when it's boxing and it's an independent promoter, or in some cases, you're signing on with a streaming service like Canelo did with that huge that huge thing that he signed with the Zone. So boxers are unregulated, if you will, and UFC fighters are hyper-regulated by the league itself. Does that Correct. make sense? No, no, I understand that. But, yeah, I, I mean, what, what needed to happen, if, if that one, if, to, to your point, if they want to become like boxers, they need to kind of do their own individual promotions. Well, right, but the problem is, is that UFC – is by far and away the Major League Baseball. Oh, no, I totally arts. agree. And that's but the problem. I, I think, right. And there's Bellator and these other things that they're more, you know, they're not as, uh, you know, PFL. They're, they're, they're not as, they're not considered the quote-unquote major leagues. I would agree with that. Uh, but what I would say is, if you're some of these guys who are tired of, for one reason or another, you don't want to work for Dana anymore because of the compensation or whatever it is that you're upset about, Start your own thing. Like, I, I, I'm not – by the way, I'm not defending Dana. But what I'm saying is free enterprise. Take him up on his offer. He says start your own thing. Like, you don't think – now, Conor McGregor now is a bad example because, you know, he's not the Conor McGregor he no, was but it anymore. takes that sort of cachet. No, no, off. but right, correct. And he did that. He, but he did the celebrity boxing thing with Mayweather, which was – I got it, got paid. If What I would have done if I were Conor McGregor, instead of coming back to the UFC – I would have found another UFC like guy to fight, right? And been like, look, let's do our own thing and get into business with like if I were De La Hoya or Mayweather right, right. or these guys, I would try to get like a super fight, a, an MMA super fight going. Well, rather than if you're McGregor, do it yourself. You combine forces with an Oscar, and you say Correct. you're already in the promotion business. Or Mayweather, because he's already fight. worked with Mayweather. But yeah. yeah, I get your point. Right, exactly. You promote the fight. We'll make right. more money. Right. Yeah. All right, we got to go to break. We're up against it. LeBron's doing passive-aggressive things, which we, we kind of love uh, around here. So we'll tell you what that is next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.